0: Welcome to the Like, Bite, and Share podcast, brought to you by Schwieden Sons. Learn the secrets of food and hospitality marketing from some of the best professionals in the food business. Here are your co-hosts, Rev Ciancio from Schwieden Sons and Brad Garoon from BurgerWeekly.com. Brad Garoon,
1: I'm super stoked for today.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a good one, dude.
1: Uh, so there's this really cool burger chain based in North Carolina called American Burger Company. Uh, and they have this burger called the Roadstar, and it's got like four patties and a bunch of cheese. I- I've not taken one down, but I will. Um, and the food there is great. They're, you know, full reveal. They're customer, but they're really, really dedicated to great burgers. And they teamed up with the uh, major league eating uh, organization to put on a, a competition and uh, with some of the best um, competitive eaters in the world.
2: So we're going to talk to them. We're going to talk to the folks behind Major League Eating. We're going to talk to competitive eater Joey Chestnut. We're going to talk to American Burger Co. It's going to be a really good show. These guys have buttery, soothing voices. I loved it. Um, but before we get there, let's just real quick do what we always do and talk about burgers. And you mentioned a Schweid Burger before. I'm going to mention another one. Rev, we went back to Gebhard's uh, this week and had their, their off White Castle. Their are owed to the White Castle. I got to say, man, they nailed it. They full-blown nailed it. It was it was like eating White Castle, but knowing that I wasn't going to get sick after.
1: <laughs> well, they did use uh, fresh Schweinstein CAB butcher's blood. So, uh, you know, they, they had that advantage to what you have used to eating the uh, belly burgers in the past. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was perfect. So one
2: probably could take down a lot of, of those off-white castles, I think is what they're calling them. Yes. Um, but on the bright side... Uh, you know, you don't have to. So why don't we,
1: um, why don't we shift the conversation over to our, our new friends who, who do eat a lot of these things for a living. Today's three guests are coming together to present the second annual American Burger Company Roadstar Challenge on July 23rd in Charlotte, North Carolina at the South Park location of American Burger Company. So let's introduce them all one by one. Brad, take it away.
2: All right. Sam Barclay is an executive at Major League Eating and a competitive eating MC. Their organization oversees all professional eating contests. MLE conducts around 80 events annually, including the granddaddy of them all, the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog eating Contest. That event alone has created more than 300 million consumer impressions. Sam, you've got to tell us, what's a rip-snorter?
0: A rip-snorter is, is, a, uh, is a thing that is amazing, wonderful, um, defies belief. When I watch Joey Chestnut eat 73, 73 and a half, I should say, Nathan's famous hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. That is, by any metric, a rip snorter, um, an extraordinary thing. And obviously, with the, uh, the American Burger Company Roadstar Challenge, coming up uh, next Saturday in Charlotte, um, a world record will be set in the discipline. Um, I think we're, uh, we're on track for rip snorters as well.
1: I think we'll have to adopt that as an event hashtag. All right, Joseph Christian Chestnut, or as you may know him, Joey Jaws, is a competitive eater, but he isn't your average eater. Joey is the nine-time hot dog eating champ of the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Championship. He holds the world record for men with 73 hot dogs. Over the course of his career as a competitive eater, he's earned 42 world records that I've counted, uh, including hot wings, deep fried asparagus, hamburger steak, matzo balls, bratwurst, whole turkeys, pork roll, and more. Uh, the major league organizations claim he's the greatest eater in history, and it's not their opinion. They state it as fact. Uh, Joey, when you're having a regular meal like lunch or dinner, what's your favorite thing to eat?
3: Oh, it it, it changes from day to day. Day to day. Uh, I like good food. Um, I get cravings. The other day I was I was, yeah, I yeah. I, yeah, I, I crave certain things. I'm, I'm really looking forward to eating a good burger coming up at uh, American Burger Company. But uh, yeah, I I, I I love to eat and I love competition.
2: Well, speaking of eating competition, what's your favorite
3: food to consume competitively? By far, like hot dogs is the biggest contest of the year. Uh, I, love, I love eating in front of so many people. It's ridiculous. It's like 40,000 New Yorkers, and it's electricity. So uh, that, that's by far the, the, my, my favorite contest.
1: Rich Adams is a burger lover whose career in the restaurant business started at Carl's Jr., where, among other duties, he oversaw the scrubbing of sidewalks. He worked his way up into their parent company, CKA Restaurants, which is also the home to Hardee's, uh, until he became a regional vice president. Since then, his career has seen him work with 100 Burger King franchise locations, as well as Bojangles' restaurants. He is now the COO of American Burger Co. Rich, can you explain what is a Roadstar, and with that, what is the challenge? Well, a Roadstar is our premium burger
4: that has one and a half pounds of beef, along with four slices of cheese on a uh, premium brioche bun. Uh, It's four patties, so each patty is six ounces. And in this challenge, um, we are going to see uh, how long it takes one of our world-famous competitive eaters to eat four of these Road Stars, which would be six pounds of beef and uh, cheese and buns included.
2: Is this going to be available on the menu anytime someone walks into the location, into any location?
4: Well, the actual Road Star burger is on our menu every day. And uh, people come in, and and they buy it, and they take the challenge. Some just want to take their time and enjoy it, and others are in for the excitement of seeing how fast they are able to eat it. And the one thing is, if you're able to consume the single Roadstar in one of our restaurants, uh, the prize is you get a T-shirt that says, um, I ate a Roadstar at American Burger Company, and
1: uh, you also uh, become a member of our Wall of Fame. Alright Rich, can you run down exactly what's going to happen uh, on July 23rd at the Roadstar Challenge?
4: Well we're real excited about um, our event that's coming up. Uh, you know it started last year with uh, just a little amateur event and, um, and we saw a number of people uh, enter the uh, contest and unbeknownst to us we actually had two uh, competitive eaters that did enter the contest thinking that they were going to walk away with an easy five hundred dollars until they saw each other uh, at the contest and uh, it wound up being a, a pretty good duel. Uh, so this year what we decided to do is um, have our amateur contest and then um, conduct our first professional eating contest and in the amateur contest this year rest or the uh, qualifiers are uh, going into the restaurants the fastest to eat one single road star and each restaurant will qualify for the finals and at the finals on July 23rd they will have to eat two road stars and whoever could eat two road stars the uh, fastest will uh, be our amateur champion that will get a trophy and $500 and then in our competitive challenge uh, the, com- the, or the for the professionals, the professionals are eating four road stars and it will be the fastest to eat four road stars. Uh, for cash prize and also, um, we have a championship
2: belt that
3: we're awarding.
2: So, Joey, you're going to be participating in this challenge, correct?
3: I will be. In it. Yes, it's going to be awesome.
2: Not necessarily to give tips to your opponents, but maybe just for our average listener, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into competitive eating? What's your game plan in attacking something like this?
3: Oh, my. Yeah, it, it's hard to really give advice. Uh, I as far as it, Going into a contest for the first time, it's uh it's good to know your body, uh, and for this one it's it's really important to like the food. And be a great competitive eater, you have to love the food and, and love competition. But uh, this this contest, it looks it looks like it's probably one of the best looking foods I've ever eaten. So uh, uh I'm I'm just it looks like I'm 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 going to go in there and attack these four burgers and just just kill it and uh, have fun.
1: Well, something to be said for great looking food. Sam, how does somebody find out that they have the competitive eating gift?
0: Well, a lot of it comes from uh, uh, prayer and self-reflection, I think, first and foremost. Uh, And then after someone sort of realizes within themselves that they have perhaps the spirit, the warrior spirit of a great competitive eater, the warrior spirit of a major league eater, they would go on our website at majorleagueeating.com, sign up for some of our upcoming events, uh, and with a bit of luck, um, they'll be accepted and offered a slot in one of our upcoming pro eating events. And then like so many like so many other competitive eaters, Joey as well did this. Um, they would uh, go to one of our events and see how they fare at the major league eating table along with the world's greatest eaters. Uh, a lot of eaters think that they've got what it takes and then they compete in our events along the, alongside the likes of Joey and realize that they are just mere mortals. Um, some of them, like Joey, you know, um, gain traction and, and learn their skills and refine refine their skills and get better and better and go on to, obviously, great things.
2: Joey, when what was the moment that you knew after reflection that you wanted to be a competitive eater, and how did you know that you'd be successful at it?
3: It was, it was not even my idea. My little brother signed me up to my first contest 11 years ago. Uh, it was a lobster eating contest, and... He pretty much made me do it. And then after the first one, I was like, "Oh my God, I, I, my body was made for it." And I, uh, I, I tied for third in the first contest because I was nervous to eat on eat on stage. But uh, the next contest, I, I brought my family and they cheered me on, and I was able to win. And then it just snowballed. It turned into this crazy thing. And uh, yeah, and then 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 there was the goal. Uh, as soon as I, after I won the first contest, I was like, "All right, I have to I have to win the Fourth of July contest." I just kept setting new, higher and higher goals.
1: I feel like we need like a Rocky-style documentary of your story with Weird Al narrating it.
3: I don't know. Have you ever heard George, George Shays or, or Sam's intros? I, I, I think I might have some of the best introductions in sports.
1: No argument. They're my favorite, but they would be in the movie.
3: Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Well, sometimes the narrator also has a role. <laughs>
1: right, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to go
0: work on that. Sam, have you ever done any competitive eating? I have, I have not. I mean, I eat uh, far too much in a social or civilian capacity. But uh, as a Major League Eating MC, I get to see the contestants at their very best, um, and their efforts certainly humble me each and every time I'm at the table. Um, I, I, I couldn't hold a candle to, 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 to all the ranked, all the top ranked Major League eaters, let alone a Joey Chestnut. There is, however, a, an unspoken tradition in Major League Eating, which is. When it's time for an MC to, to hang up his boater hat and his jacket and blazer and walk into the sunset and never be seen of again, it is said that the, uh, the MC eats at his last contest. I don't know what that contest is. I think I've still got a few good years in front of me uh, on the microphone. Um, but whatever that contest is, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in tradition. And I will certainly adhere to that tradition. Um, I hope the food is not kimchi or something too spicy, which might give me some irritation. But uh, I will certainly adhere to that tradition, and I look forward to it. But um, I, I mean, I think I, I mean if I could eat one Roadstar burger in you know an hour, I think I would be doing well. Let alone eating four of them in 12 minutes, which is what Joey is going to do um, in good time. So uh, I, I have all the all the admiration, none of the skill when it comes to competitive eating.
1: I think, uh, I think Rich set the over-under on one road star at, at 40 minutes. But, uh, Rich, with that, have you done any competitive eating, and how many road stars have you eaten? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I've never attempted to eat a road
4: star. But if you looked at me, you'd think I could be a competitive eater. And I'm just amazed at the size of some of these competitive eaters. I mean, when you look at, uh, I believe it's the, the young lady who, who's entered that's ranked number three in the world. She weighs I think a buck twenty-five. And I just I it it's astounding to to just think how how they eat and where does it all go. But um no, I haven't done any competitive eating. However, I'm I'm sorta of like Sam. I'm a, a social eater. So um I can put down some food. That's definitely uh I'm capable of, but um, in, in speed, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big speed eater. In fact, I'll tell you a little story that back uh, about 12 years ago, I lived in Louisiana, and I got invited to my first crawfish boil. And, um, you know, they, if you've ever been to a crawfish boil, they dump them all on the table, and then people just have at it. And I think I was finished with my first crawfish after I fin- figured out how to actually dissect it, and all the food was gone. So um, at that point, I was like, woof, um, I wouldn't want to live with a big family where everybody was, uh, you know, fending for themselves because I'd starve. <laughs>
2: so this question is kind of for anyone who wants to take it. There's obviously a mania, a real fervor around competitive eating. Where do you think that comes from? Like, I, I told some folks we were interviewing you guys earlier today, and they became very excited to hear this podcast.
0: So what, to what do you attribute the, the excitement around competitive eating? I think like any piece of human achievement, when we see someone do something that is so many quantum leaps uh, at at a level of talent and achievement that is so many quantum leaps above what we on our best day could achieve, it just blows our minds. So, I mean, Usain Bolt holds the men's 100-metre sprint record at 9.83 seconds. And I think that I'm a 41-year-old man of average fitness. I think that if I was to run 100 metres... With my best of intentions, I think I could get it done in 15 or 16 seconds. Now, Joey Chestnut can eat 73 and a half hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. There's no way that I could turn up tomorrow and eat, you know, 50% less of him. So, so like, the 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 scale of achievement is just off the charts when it comes to a Joey Chestnut or a Mickey Sudo, who Rich mentioned before. I mean, what they're able to do, they they're able to just do things that as human beings we simply cannot believe. You know, we it's like when we went to the moon as a country. We went to the moon and we never thought we'd go to the moon and it realized all our hopes and dreams, not just of our nation, but of our of our species, of of Homo sapien going to the moon. When we watch a Joey Chestnut eat, whether it's Nathan's famous Hot Dogs and Bones, Hooters Chicken Wings, American Burger Company, Road Star Burgers, it is like watching something that we'd never think we could see before, never possibly conceive of, and yet we are seeing it and it is real and that is the true magic of it. It is, it. it is all to do with eaters and their complete human ability to do things that are absolutely mind-blowing.
4: It is amazing, and, and I've been a huge fan of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Challenge for years. I mean, it's a tradition of mine to watch that. And when you think about how, how, many, how far they've come and the number of hot dogs uh, that they're able to eat, you know, Joe eating 70 at this last um, challenge from where they were at is just to me it is it's mind-boggling. When you and I'm a big sports enthusiast, so I, I I tend to look at sports the same way. And you know there was a big deal about when you know Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds were hitting all these home runs, and and then to find out you know they had steroids involved, and um, you know and that's how they got this extreme power. And and you know hit Sam's point about um, uh, bolt and, and how fast he could run and then I look at it and I'm like competitive eaters I mean they're like eating on steroids I mean it's just it's crazy the amount that they can uh, can throw down and um, you know again I, I couldn't eat in 10 minutes I don't think I could eat 10 hot dogs in 10 minutes to think somebody could eat 70 is just it blows me away
1: well, thankfully you have the ability to ask Joey face-to-face. <laughs> <laughs> how, how often do records get broken in the MLE?
3: I think uh, it, every contest, it, it, it's one of the goals to try to break a record for me. Uh, if if There's very few contests where I go into it thinking, oh, that, that's an impossible record to beat. Uh, and I know for years I, I was thinking, alright, I, I know I, I can hit that 70 hot dog mark, and it it's uh, it, it it took a while to break break the 69 mark. It was a, and or to even get to 70, it, it was just uh, some, some of the there's there's a couple records that are really hard to beat. I think the hot dog record will be tough. Uh, this, this I, I want to put up a, an amazing record for the four four Roadstar Burgers. So uh, I mean it, it it I think we we have a maximum time of 12 minutes to eat four of them, and I'm 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 hoping I can do it in under six, but uh it, it will, We'll, we'll see.
2: So right now, there's no way for you to know how you'll feel after the Road Star Challenge, but typically, how long does it take your body to recover from, a, from an eating challenge?
3: Uh, usually, it takes a, a, a big capacity contest. Uh, Nathan's, it takes me about a day and a half to really feel normal. Uh, with the Road Star Burger, we're talking what is it? six pounds of meat and then cheese, uh, bread, uh, that's uh, that's really not. I mean, it's, it's a good amount of food, but I I I am I'm, I'm gonna it's gonna probably take me about I don't know not quite a whole day to really feel good. And hopefully, right after the contest, I'll be uh I'll, I'll you get you give an adrenaline rush when you do well and when you uh you blow away the competition. You, you, even at, after somebody runs 26 miles in a marathon, they're they're still able to celebrate. And after after I'm eating 70 hot dogs uh. And, and blowing away the competition, I, I, I'm I'm ready to just yeah uh, scream and celebrate.
1: So Joey, with that, from a, a top-down perspective, what do you think is harder, a, a timed challenge or a volume challenge? Uh you know,
3: I, time challenge, it, it, it's they're 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 the same but they're different. Uh, I think I think it, it'll be intense. You you're gonna see. Two eaters probably really getting getting into it towards the end, just trying to race to finish. And where, where the with, with the with the uh, with the contest so minute eight nine ten, you see people slowing down. I think it, with with this, you'll you'll see us kind of speed up towards the end, and, uh, and and it'll be a race to the finish. I think it'll be actually a little bit possibly more exciting.
2: So let's let's back this up just a little bit. When did the Roadstar Challenge start
4: and how did Major League Eating get involved? Well, um, as I said earlier, we, we had our first Road Star challenge last year uh, where we teamed up with, um, we like to um, team up with local charities and being here in Charlotte, and I'm a huge Carolina Panther fan, and we teamed up with uh, Greg Olson and um, his charitable foundation which was uh, the Hardest Yard Foundation. He has a son that has a heart condition. And uh, so we uh, teamed up and donated $5 for every one of these road stars. We were able to sell during the um, qualifying event to uh, Greg's foundation. And, um, you know, we had two competitive eaters actually enter it. And we didn't know until the day of the event when one guy walked in with his championship belt that he won from eating donuts somewhere, I think in, like, Bangladesh or wherever he said he he won this and then we had jalapeno Jed Donahoe uh, who I guess ate like 140 some jalapeno peppers in 10 minutes Uh, he shows up and you know those two guys went head to head and last year what it was was you ate one burger to qualify and then you had to eat the burger and a pound of french fries the fastest at the uh, finals and Jed ate the burger and the pound of french fries and I think it was three minutes and two seconds, and uh, the guy that was behind him, Dale Boone, uh, lost by like five French fries. And so at that point, we realized that there was a big difference between a competitive eater and a layman. And so this year, we decided to uh, get with the um, competitive, the MLE, and uh, talked with uh, Sam and and worked out a, a deal to have them get behind our um, event. Uh, Sam suggested four road stars would be a, a nice challenge for the competitive eaters. Um, and uh, you know we teamed up again with Carolina Panther this year, uh, Thomas Davis, who two years ago was the NFL Man of the Year, uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year, and we are teamed up with his foundation uh, Defending Dreams, which helps um, Uh, kids stay in school and on the right uh, path uh, through sports activities. And, um, you know, we're looking for a great event. I mean, this year we're taking this event outside to uh, our huge parking lot. Uh, We have a stage being brought in. We've actually hired um, one of the top Eagles tribute bands called On the Border. They're going to play for two hours, a free concert after the event. And uh, we have a lot of the local breweries that are uh, supporting us and uh, it's just we're, we're excited about just having a, uh, uh, a real fun day and are happy that uh, you know Joey is going to be part of it especially coming off of um, his record-breaking performance in Nathan's and being the uh, iconic figure that, that he is uh, just in the competitive eating world. It sounds like a
2: lot went into planning and, and organizing the event. And I'm curious. Well, I'm curious on the one hand, what goes into or what went into promoting uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, but more specifically, what go what went into promoting and making sure people show up to the Road Star
4: Challenge? Well, you know, it's um, uh, we we have a great agency that works for us, uh, the Big Idea Group, and we've had uh, a number of meetings uh, just talking about how we were going to get the word out. Uh, We've put promotional information up in in all of our locations. Uh, We've sent it out on all of our social media um, venues. Uh, The MLE's been uh, supporting it through their um, contacts. And as is the uh, On the Border, the Ultimate Eagles Tribute Band, they've been sharing it with all of their contacts. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, you know, I don't know how many people are going to show up. You know, we're hoping that 1,000 to 2,000 people show up. Uh, you know, it's amazing. I mean, I don't know how many people showed up to the first Nathan's Challenge, but to think 40,000 people show up on July 4th to watch that event, you know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm anxious to see how many show up. At the same time, I'm nervous
1: that people do show up. Well, I, I will be there, Rich. I'm excited, and I'll tell you what—I'm also going to, in the future, use the uh, sentence "You lost by five French fries" uh, when people come so close but are yet so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so very, very exciting event here, Sam. I have a question for you. You've—you've you've seen these these challenges sort of all around the world. What's the average career lifespan of a competitive eater?
0: It—it it, it really is. It uh, really is anchored to the success they have at the table and and i think their passion for the sport i mean we have people who get into it they try it you know they have a you know some moderate success for a few years but they decide it's it's ultimately not for them and we wish them all the best and you know like any athlete they go on their merry way and and that's fine and then you've got people like Joey who've i mean Joey's been at it you know well and truly for over you know for over how long Joey over 14 years
3: No years? no a little over 11 years
0: okay yeah a little over eleven years, um, you know, and 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 there are people who have been in our league longer, like you know, Crazy Legs Conti or a Badlands Booker. I mean, Badlands has got twenty years on the circuit, um, and you've got you've got amazing newcomers like Carmen Sincotti, who's going to be competing um, with us in Charlotte um, this coming Saturday, ranked number four in the world now. So you've got. You've got incredible eaters, um, you know. But 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 when people have some success, it's like anything in life. When you have some success, it makes you want to, you know, do it for longer and enjoy the, be- you know, reap the rewards of success. I mean, be they financial, but more importantly, the glory that comes with major league eating success. I mean, there's obviously a there's a prize purse on the line this coming Saturday at American Burger Company's Roadstar Challenge. But more importantly, you know, one of our pro eaters is going to set a world record, and at least for the next 12 months, they're going to be able to walk the streets of Charlotte. North Carolina and the world proclaiming themselves the the world road star eating champion of the world. So, you know, there's no – I wouldn't say there's an average – you know, there's not an average career. Um, It really is anchored to the success and and, and what the eaters themselves get out of it, I
1: think. Well, I'll tell you what. If you call the offices of A&W and you ask for Liz Basner, who oversees uh, all of their social marketing, and you ask her – who holds the world record on the most amount of glasses of root beer drank in an hour? She will tell you it's me, but that's undocumented. Sam, one more question to follow up on that. What do you think the hardest food item is to competitively eat?
0: Oh, I think, and again, it sounds like a cop-out answer, but I think it depends on the eaters. It depends on the eater themselves. Some eaters, um, some eaters are better at what we call technique foods or, or, or debris foods, something like a chicken wing or a rib where the separation of meat from bone uh, is is paramount, and success in those disciplines is very technique-based rather than perhaps pure capacity-based. There are foods that are like... Then there are pure capacity foods like a chowder or a chili where there's not a lot of finesse that goes into it, um, but they test, you know, stomach capacity and things like that. Uh, And then there are things like like hamburgers and hot dogs, which are very specific uh, and and have both technique and and capacity as well. Obviously, I, I think in terms of... The food that's difficult. I mean, Joey mentioned it earlier at the top of our conversation, which is he's looking forward to eating American Burger Company burgers because they're good-looking burgers and they're delicious and they're made of great of great ingredients. That the 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 foods that our eaters enjoy the most and the ones with which we have the best success. are that you know, great quality food, great ingredients, cooked with love and served with affection, like you know, like you would have, like you would cook for your family or like you would serve in a restaurant if you were the restaurateur. So that's sort of that's sort of where where we're placed on the food front.
1: All right, so last last question about the event here, Joey. This one's going to go to you. Um, in terms of difficulty, on a scale from one to ten, where would you put the Roadstar Challenge? Ten being the most uh,
3: difficult. And difficulty, oh, oh, it's, it, it, like I said, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. This is a uh, it, it, it's it's not too often where you actually get to eat something that really, looks really like a really awesome menu item. Uh, there, there's there's some contests where, uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 saying this is like a, a four maybe three it, just it, it, it's a good amount of meat uh, but it's a little, it, it's just yeah I, I, this is a, I, I would really order one of these for to just eat for fun and maybe even two but uh yeah i am i'm just gonna i'm gonna go out there and eat just i'm a big guy having fun and uh i'm gonna find a rhythm and hopefully it'll uh put me on top
2: as we're all looking forward to the road star challenge and the burgers that will be eaten there. Uh, we're going to take a second to look back. We ask all of our guests this question as we wrap up. But, uh, Joey, let's start with you. What was your favorite burger from childhood?
3: My dad used to make a, 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 a burger where he put, uh, I think, Gouda and blue cheese inside, We'd cook it inside uh, when I was a kid. And, yeah, I, 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 it was something he did when we had barbecues. And it's uh, I'm always, uh, yeah, that's when I go home to my parents' house. It's something we try to do. But, uh, yeah, I, I, love, I love home cooking. I love, I love my parents' cooking, and and uh, it's, it's good to go home to eat uh, eat where the heart is.
4: We get that answer a lot. Rich, how about you? Well, I grew up in upstate New York, and I remember as a kid uh, being taken out by the Irondequoit Bay, and there were a couple of hole-in-the-wall burger places that were there, and they just were, you know, if I went there today... Being a restaurateur, and I I probably would shake a little bit because just looking around at probably the way they handle things. But as a kid, man, that food was just good, and the burgers were great. What about you, Sam?
0: Well, I had the great misfortune of not growing up in the United States of America. I was uh, born and raised in Australia, which is a small island in the South Pacific. Um, So I, I didn't grow up in burger culture. I didn't have the same advantages in life that Joey and Rich had. Um, but the the earliest burger memory is actually when i moved to the united states as a young man moved to new york city and had an amazing cheeseburger at a bar called the old town bar in east 18th street in new york city it was a very simple burger just a bun a perfectly cooked medium rare burger and a slice of american cheese and i thought to myself as i bit into it this is simple and perfect and a credit to the american way of life and uh, whenever i'm in new york i certainly seek out that cheeseburger
1: so if this were a uh- We we sort of keep a a running tab of what are the number one answers, and you know, dad slash backyard would be number one, and number two would be uh, McDonald's, Burger King, and Sam. If you had said Hungry Jack, we would have counted you when I did there, but (laughs) but
0: but Australia Australia is very much. I mean, Australia lags in 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 many metrics, but 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 in in in, when it comes to hamburgers, Australia is a number of years behind the United States. But we'll have to work on that. All right, next question. will go in the same order. Joey
1: first. What was the last burger that you ate?
3: I haven't eaten a burger in a little bit. Uh, I've, I've been on hot dog mode for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get into Charlotte uh, two days early to do one practice and try, try to eat one of the uh, Roadstar burgers. And and uh, I'll make sure I have it. Have my technique down. So, and uh, yeah, the, I. have Really? Dang it. I can't can't even think about the last burger I've eaten because I've been trying to eat. I've been focusing on hot dogs and... And wings, too. ...and and trying to eat healthy in between contests.
1: All right, Rich, last burger you ate. It better have been a road star.
4: It wasn't a road star. It was an American burger company. Uh, We have our all-American cheeseburger that has a thousand-dollar dressing, pickles, lettuce, tomatoes, grilled onions, and American cheese. And... It just happens to be one of my favorites uh, because I'm actually capable of eating it. Um, but it, it's a it's a great burger, and as all our burgers are, uh, you know, fresh, never frozen beef, uh, premium beef that uh, is uh, brought to us by uh, Schweidman Sons,
1: and um, you know, we're just very proud of the food
4: that we um, that we serve.
1: All right, Sam, last burger you ate.
0: The last burger that I ate was last Saturday evening in the beautiful city of Corinth, Mississippi, at a great place called Mike's Cafe. It was a uh, it was a four cheese cheeseburger, um, and it was absolutely delicious.
1: Sorry, real quick, uh, Joey, where can people go to find out more about you?
3: Oh, uh, they can go to Major League Major League Eating Web website, uh, or they can just follow me on Twitter. I tweet just a little bit right here now and then, but. Uh, and then, yeah, the, I'd say Major League Eating's website is probably the best go-to to figure out what I'm what I'm up to next.
0: Cool, Sam. Where can people go to find out more about you? Yeah, so Major League Eating's website is MajorLeagueEating.com, which is the best place to read about our upcoming events and a little bit more about Joey Chestnut and all of our Major League Eaters. And also follow us on Twitter at EatingContest, where we uh, do contest recaps, tweet results of events, and let people know about upcoming events, such as this coming Saturday's American Burger Company. Roadstar Challenge.
1: Cool. And last one, Rich, where can people find out more about American Burger Co. and
4: Roadstar Challenge?
1: www.americanburgercode.com. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. It's a pleasure having you on. We'll see you uh, in Charlotte.
3: Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another
0: episode of Like, Bite, and Share. We hope you found today's interview insightful. If you didn't get a chance to write down everything, no worries. We take the show notes for you. Go to schweidandsons.com slash podcast to find them. If you enjoy the show, we ask for one favor, and that's please give us a rating in iTunes. That helps us to spread the word to others who might find this valuable like you do. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss a future episode featuring helpful tips from other professionals in the food marketing business. Stay hungry.